0: Tonight's emotionally drained, but very happy episode of the Bill Simmons podcast on The Ringer Podcast Network is brought to you, as always, by ZipRecruiter. You know it's not smart? Betty against Tom Brady in the AFC title game. Don't do that. You know what else isn't smart? Job sites that overwhelm you with tons of the wrong resumes. Luckily, there's a smart way at ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. They find people with the right skills for your job. As Bill Belichick would say, Kyle... Do your job. Do your Just job. What about your job? It all works That's out. That's it. That's what ZipRecruiter does. Right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. ZipRecruiter is the smartest way to hire. Meanwhile, SeatGeek is the best app for buying and selling tickets to sporting events, concerts, important football games involving the New England Patriots that they seem to be playing over and over again, and other things. For $10, off your first SeatGeek purchase on any game or sporting event. Use promo code BS. Download the SeatGeek app or go right to SeatGeek.com. We're also brought to you by the world's greatest website, TheRinger.com, where we covered football all weekend, where we've been following all the pop culture stuff, the NBA, whatever else you like. It's all there. We are ramping up for Game of Thrones. We have the Channel 33 podcast. Check out Tea Time. It's a relatively new pod we launched on Fridays we talking a little celebrity gossip. You might like that as well. The Ringer NFL show, it is, it is really going full steam right now. Kevin Clark, Robert Mays, reacting to Sunday night's games, probably a little more rationally than me. And then uh, GM Street with Tate and Frazier, Mike Lombardi as well. And then the rewatchables coming on Tuesday, me and Shea Serrano, The Fast and The Furious. You have one more day to watch it before we break that down. Speaking of Fast and Furious, holy mackerel. That might have been... I don't know if it was the greatest day of football ever, but it was certainly the most dramatic and inexplicable and unbelievable. We are going to break all of it down with the cuz right after our friends from Pearl Jam. All right, on the line right now because um, it, where does that one rank? Where does that day rank? Eight hours? Was that eight full hours of football? I I, I, I don't have a lot of energy left in my body.
1: I, we were so close to both being miserable. It would have been so much more fun for the fans out no, there. But I, no, I you, you, had to do it. you had to do it again.
0: I disagree. Yeah, you know, I— You didn't have a great day. I turned out I had a magnificent day. And I don't know who we should start talking about first. So I'm going to flip a coin. I'm going to call heads. Hold on. Uh,
1: Okay. Why don't you let the rest do it? They usually do this the right
0: way. Flipped it. Heads, I win. Uh Um, (laughs) Let's talk about Pat's Chiefs. So uh, a lot of subplots here. I don't even know where we start. All of them were either semi-historic, inexplicable, never seen anything like it reminiscent of other crazy things that have happened in the past, but we might as well start here. The Patriots allowed 31 points in the second half of a playoff game and won. What Mm -hmm. do you make of that?
1: I love it. I'm so proud of them. (laughs) I don't know what you want me to say. (laughs) There are a lot of amazing things about this team. Like they – they had they threw an interception from the, the one yard line and they won the game. They went on fourth and inches and for some reason their quarterback sneak, which never, ever, ever, ever fails, uh, yeah. was not uh part of the plan and they didn't make it and they still won the game. So Yeah.
0: You, it was, you
1: could list all these.
0: It was uh yeah, they outgained them by two hundred plus yards. They had the fourth and one dive play that uh I I hate with every fiber of my being, somehow recover from that. And I'm pretty sure I I briefly blacked out at one point, but I'm pretty sure they got the ball back with 2:03 left at the tail end, which was the exact same time of the Eagles game last year, right mm. when when uh, when he got strip sacked, right? And they lost. I saw the 2:03. I was like, that's either a good omen or one of the worst omens in the world. Um, four Super Bowls in five years for the Patriots, which I am pretty sure has not happened for 40 years since the Steelers. So. It's I,
1: remarkable. I,
0: I don't know what to say about that. Brady nine Super Bowls appearances has a chance to win six titles, which would match him with basically Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I don't know where this ranked on feeling like you dodged a bullet after the game, but this was way, way up there because down for two Oh three left and just not the same type of offense that they've had in the past. But all three timeouts, I felt relatively optimistic. Yeah. And then they score with 39 seconds left. And all of a sudden, the Chiefs are on the other side of the field. And Mahomes is like, really? Mahomes, is, is he going to throw like a 30-yard touchdown to win? He's terrifying.
1: And Andy Reid's defense, it, it could have been 51, 52 seconds left and not 39 seconds. I don't know why.
0: Oh, yeah, he let some time roll First of
1: off. all, I don't know why he decided to call a timeout. If he at all thought it was a bad idea, which he should have freaking called a timeout right away. But, of course. Uh, but, yeah, 39. With 53, you would have had a little more, maybe decision to go end zone a couple more times. But go ahead. Well you, well,
0: you go backwards. The Pats take a 14 nothing lead at halftime. They were three-point underdogs heading into the game. The halftime line was Chiefs by seven. Mm-hmm. So even, I was surprised by that. I thought the halftime line would be, what did you think it would be? Did seven see? I, I
1: thought they were getting beat up. I thought they can't stop the Patriots running. I think Sony Michelle had like, they had like 19 carries in the first half. I could be wrong Yeah, that, but it was, it was insane. I was like, as long as they can't stop them, the the run game, they're uh, they're in a lot of trouble here. But like we saw with Goff, eventually these quarterbacks get going, and Mahomes Mahomes did. I, I thought the halftime line would be about six, so yeah, seven was high.
0: So the Chiefs come back out, they score immediately, mm-hmm. and they had left one on the table in the first half when uh, Mahomes missed somebody wide open for a touchdown, but that made up for Brady throwing the pick on the on the first and goal from the one or whatever it was second and goal hmm. the pats are rotating these running backs we don't know what's going on like james White looks unstoppable coming out of the backfield then they're not throwing to him anymore hmm. then Burke heads in then all of a sudden sony michelle has like 24 carries um gronk who seems like they should be throwing to him more often but he's being used more as a blocker edelman dorsett makes one One big catch, and that's about it. And then as the game's going on, you start going as a Patriots fan, all right, if we can just hang on. It became one of those games. 17-14, they're up. They have the fourth and one. They don't get it. The script flips. All of a sudden, the Chiefs just feel like every time they get the ball, they're going to score. Mahomes just figured it out. I got to say, having really fully rooted against him for the first time ever, mortifying, petrifying. I'm just completely terrified of him. Yeah. And – what was really crazy was it took the it took the Chiefs a whole half to realize that our linebackers were too slow to cover their running backs out of the backfield. Which, if you watch the Patriots all year, that was the biggest weakness yeah, of the team. they couldn't Cover
1: anybody, yeah, yeah. yeah, So they
0: started sending that Williams out left and right, and whoever, and we couldn't cover any well, of those even guys. Even Tyree
1: Kill would be co- would be covered fully, like eighty percent of the route, and then just then you just you know he he'd, he'd break free from the uh, defender. It was a free safety or whatever uh, corner was on him.
0: So they need it. JC Jackson gets a bunch of pass interferences, but then the Chiefs get the go ahead touchdown on an egregious pick play, which, you know, at that point I was like, wow, I'm gonna remember that pick play for the rest of my life. Not they only just, did
1: you say that, but then, then you you are so lucky you didn't text this to me at this time, but you texted yeah. the hench. That play was as bad as the that that non that call that non call was as bad as the
2: non call in the Saints game pass interference. Well,
0: I was I'm caught up in the up moment
1: right I'm hanging to up the phone here. if you don't take that
0: back. <laughs> I, I do. I take, <laughs> take it, back. it back. I was upset. Okay. I was upset. I okay. said that was that game's version of that uh, terrible play. Okay. It really was horrific, horrific considering they had called the same pick play before the yeah, Patriots. Yeah, but
1: also considering that the Patriots run the 47 pick plays a game, maybe you could keep well, quiet about that. Eh, it's huh? like 27.
0: Yeah. Brady gets the ball back. Do you think he was going to score?
1: Um was this was with the two Oh three left
0: two Oh three left down four in Arrowhead. It's 20 degrees outside and our quarterback's 41 years old and we do not have an all pro I did. Uh, offensive weapon
1: on the team. I, here's what was interesting. I, I I said he's lost confidence in Edelman because you know, whatever the, the first of all, Edelman Edelman with the crazy off the punt uh, miraculously yeah. doesn't. Touch oh, the I ball forgot about that one. And I really yeah. do think he didn't touch the ball, although his I thumb don't or his fingers right there on it, but doesn't touch it. Brady, they get the ball bounced back, tips off his hands. So now he can't interception. He can't really trust Edelman. Gronk isn't really getting free. I'm like, I say to Hans, I was like, oh boy, what do you do? James White is your only receiving threat. I think that Brady trusts right now. But even that said, I still said, I think they're going to score. I think they can't leave him more than 45 seconds though.
0: Edelman gets going finally because on that play, when the interception happens, when the ball goes off his hands, he gets decapitated by somebody on a block that yeah. they don't call. And I, when that happens, it's like he he almost needs to get, like, the crap kicked out of him to really get going, which mm-hmm. is what he did. They go down. They t- Tom Brady just puts the superhero cape on. It's just unbelievable that he's still able to do this. Yep. Um, they score. Reed screws up. He, I, I, he definitely should have. Whatever happened, they should have had the ball with more time left. I don't know. I'd have to really look at it well, to they study. Well,
1: play. The Patriots got that. I think that Gronk play was that in bounds.
0: Um, yeah. I think
1: that Gronk play was in bounds and took it to like fifty-one. Started the clock, started run with fifty-one.
2: Yeah, and then and they, they, they waited it go some to time. Like
1: Thirty-seven or something. Thirty-nine or something. Like he could have saved till twelve or thirteen seconds.
0: And then bad kickoff. All of a sudden in two plays, they're on the 20 and we get the old flag to stop the clock because they wasted their last time out, the Chiefs. And, you know, it it put the onus on them. If they had to play over the middle, they really would have to scramble to do some mm-hmm. stuff. But the flag ended up uh, nullifying it. And then thank God the Pats were in the right defense. So now we're going to overtime. Hey, maybe
1: someone could help me with this, though. If you accept the penalty, which they didn't, uh, it, it stops the clock, huh?
0: It they, stops it, but then they it's it's an immediate start. A
1: penalty, and, and it wouldn't be a 10-second runoff?
0: No, no, no. It's an immediate... They, everyone's at the line of scrimmage, and then they start the clock back up again.
1: Okay. So the
0: Chiefs end up. Guy makes the kick. We go into OT. Now let me ask you
1: this. Before yeah. the guy makes the kick, Butker makes the kick, everyone's like, he's going to miss this. I said, no, this is not enough torture for... This is where I called the game. I said, this is not enough torture for these poor Chiefs freezing Chiefs fans. He's yeah. going to make the kick and they're never going to see the ball in overtime. You watch that. It's not quite enough torture. Sure enough. Yeah. Guys, take us through the rest.
0: What well, did feel very hookable, didn't it on that left hash it mark did, from yeah. 39? You mm-hmm. can totally see it going. And they've had some bad experiences in the past of that. I really feel like that we're going to win the coin flip. I don't know why. Just very confident. I don't know why. It's I wish I, I, I wish I could go to Vegas with that much confidence as I have during a big Patriots uh, playoff game coin flip.
1: We're gonna find out that was a one-sided coin. That, please let that come out. <laughs> they rigged the coin.
0: That'd be incredible. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, when was the D Ford offsides? I'm, everything's blending together. That was an OT, right? Or was that regulation?
1: Uh, that was in regulation of off sides, kept it going in regulation, right? Yeah. That we yeah. forgot to
0: mention that because that, that, that is, the end of the game. that's the iconic chiefs, tor- chiefs fans torturing themselves play. And right. by the way, I, I that's it. would do the same thing, but I think that, you know, and the irony is he's one of the best guys in the team, For but sure. the, him being off sides on that, you had, you had two different plays there in the fourth quarter, just to push on the tortured, uh, loss aspect of this. Edelman, the fumble, it looks like they ran the ball in for the go ahead touchdown. So there if you're in a bar, if you're in the stadium, yeah. wherever, you're celebrating for seven seconds before that gets called back. Mm-hmm. And then uh and then the D Ford thing, same thing. Tip play, interception, guys running it back, fumbles out of bounds. It seems like something good's happened there for four seconds and then yeah. no, it goes away. Can so I just then say uh real quick, yeah.
1: I, I was at the Rams Cowboys game and they didn't show any of the replays. Ooh. And I was wondering like if that's happening in Kansas City. And they're showing this Edelman thing, which by all, first of all, he tried so hard to touch that ball. It's a miracle. I, I know, I can't. And then so it rolls stupid off too. And then they run it into the end zone. And if they don't have the benefit of the replay, the fans they must be like, "What the fuck is going on here?" Followed by quickly followed by the next catch was it Hogan, which they called incomplete. Yeah,
0: and no, they they that said that was a catch.
1: Overturned. like if they're not seeing these replays, they must be. like, What is? Why did we even come to this game? This is insane. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's true. Plus, it's probably like 18 degrees oh, at that yeah. point. And there was a Blood Wolf lunar eclipse. That's right. We go in OT. Brady conv- converts three different third intents. Unbelievable. With, I mean, Gronk.
1: They weren't they, open. These guys were not open. Not one of them.
0: Even that play going back to regulation when they took the lead, mm. Gronk really wasn't open on that play down the left sideline. But that open. was like a classic old school. Mm-hmm. How many times has he made that specific play in his career? Yep. I got to say, like, I really did feel like he was running on fumes and they they really did reposition him as a blocker and they doled out when they were going to use him carefully. He was great today. I, I did not think he had that performance in him.
1: You texted me in the morning or last night. You're like, Gronk, they're going to let the car out of the garage. I was like, all right. I did. Let's do it. Over five receptions is plus 150. And then you're like, I want to parlay. Can we get this in? I want to parlay over five receptions and over 70 yards and a half yards. I'm like, you can't it do 70. it in house. You're like, you can't do this. You can't parlay parlay the props. He's going to be around for 15 snaps. He's going to get eight targets. You're putting it all together.
0: Yeah, and then I then I backed that. off. Why well, did I didn't I didn't want to jinx him. I know. I
2: and
0: know. then he ended up hitting both. So a couple third and tens, and then at some point it just becomes apparent the Chiefs defense was gassed. Now the irony was the Patriots defense was gassed as well. This game was the bastard brother of the Colts Patriots 2006 AFC title game. That the Patriots should have won. The defense fell apart. The Colts came roaring back. And then when the Patriots need to get the big first down with like four minutes left or something, it was third and three. They Brady to Troy Brown couldn't get it. And then uh, and the Colts ended up putting the game away. And this was the other version of that. And they showed this stat. They showed a stat at some point during the second half. They were like, Brady's 72 and one when he's up by 14 plus he in the mm-hmm. second half. And then it was like, asterisk, the one time they lost, 2006 cool, AFC man. Championship game.
1: So yeah, I, uh, I, you know, look, there was so many. First of all, I think there were like four or five reviews in the fourth quarter.
2: Yeah, it was and a mess. To a
1: point where you sort of, if you're neutral, you really start feeling bad for both teams. Like, ah, uh, I don't know who the better team is here. This is just miserable with these refs, bad calls, and just everything's so close. You got white guys for the Patriots laying it out and making incredibly athletic uh, uh attempts and it's either barely touched the ball. They have it in the crevice of their, you know, the, the, between their the other side of their elbow. I don't know what that's called or, or it did hit the ground. Just yeah. incredible, like quarter of an inch on each side. And then it's like Brady converts those three third downs. It's like, yeah, somehow, even with a 77, I think the parlay kids, they had yeah, 77 quarterback rating, the greatest sub 80 quarter quarterback rating of all time. I can't even talk, uh, Spectacular. Win. Well, Romo
0: was doing a good job of pointing out. Like, the funny thing was Brady was getting protection the whole game. Yeah. They really weren't going near him, but his receivers just weren't open.
1: Romo and that was, was awesome, I have to say. He yeah, he that was getting pass. I don't know if you remember that. Edelman yeah, pass he play. did. When he used the Telestrator, he called it perfectly. His, his was going to happen. Gronk's got the bat, block outside. This one goes inside. And Edelman, it's almost unfair that he gets to the call these. Yeah,
0: Ken, this is an Edelman. It's definitely not a peak Edelman version, but still right. made a couple of big plays down the stretch. And then they end up getting it. And Rex Burkhead, who I watched the game with my dad, Michael Bob, Michael Don, nephew Kyle, my son, and uh and Kevin Brady, our Pat's friend, friend.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh we were complaining about Burkhead for the first three quarters. Why the fuck is he in? What the when Burkhead comes in, it's like gee, he he has no no speed. They you can't throw it to him. Like, why is he in the game? Why do they this guy is a special teams player at this point? And then he becomes the star of the well, game because that's what happens that so with the Patriots Michelle
1: dominates the first half. And then you can get like five or six touches or whatever he ended up having. And it was Burkhead, but it's not even James white out of the backfield. I think the one prop everyone bet and lost on was James white over five and a half receptions. Pretty right. Sure he had four through like two and a half quarters and uh, ended up with four. Like it's so yeah, weird we were, how Belichick turned it around. And we no, thought he might've gotten hurt. Did he get hurt? I mean he was really I don't tired. know. It,
0: it was kind of weird that he wasn't playing. I mean, Michelle definitely ran out of gas. I think uh Yeah. He, had, he in the second half, he did not play well. There was one that one play that actually led to the fourth and one that they didn't get. But he had that they showed that overhead of that giant hole he had where he just kind of stopped and went for 9 yards right. instead of 10, and then they ended up not getting the fourth. The other thing with him is they they never throw to him. So I think the Chiefs eventually figured out if he was in the game, he was either pass blocking or running. But I I mean, I don't know how many times Brady has done this. I have to admit that there's been so many playoff games. We've had two decades of them now. They said they we had played two overtime games heading into this game, and none of us could remember the other overtime game in the playoffs.
1: What are you talking The Super Bowl.
0: What? Well, that that was – but was there another one, though, or did they have the graphic wrong? Oh, I don't know. Because I thought the overtime in the Super Bowl was the first overtime playoff game. Or like, like for it was the first overtime Super Bowl, but then we couldn't remember if there was another Pats. It must have been a wrong graphic. Yeah, Kyle, look know. this up. See if the Pats have ever played another.
1: Kyle, don't worry, no one cares.
0: Now nah, he's 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 <laughs> up. He's fine. oh
1: well, Michelle had um, twenty nine carries. I guess. Wow, he
0: did, but he had like it was like the third quarter. He had over twenty.
1: Yeah, um,
0: but I mean it's. Let's talk about the Chiefs. Side wow, for a they second. ran
1: the ball forty-eight times. I'm just. I
0: know.
2: That, no, I mean, they insane. they
0: did the game plan that you knew they were going to try to do, which was the old, yep. you know that old 2007 Giants game plan. Let's talk about the Chiefs, I, a franchise that uh, has not had a lot of highs. Mm-hmm. The combo of this and Andy Reid and what a brutal loss that was, and then a couple different terrible plays and the D Ford play, all that stuff to hold on to. 20 degrees, you're leaving that game that's rock bottom.
1: Sure.
0: That's as bad of a football loss as you're going to have in, until we talk about the next game that happened today. <laughs> but, um, but, man, I, I, I they're going to be back, I guess, is the silver lining because Mahomes is clearly special. There was a thing afterwards that Brady actually went to the Chiefs locker room. And asked a security guard if if he could just talk to Mahomes quietly, and got some like one on one time with Mahomes because I think he knows that Mahomes is going to be the next guy. I think yeah. that was the biggest takeaway for me from this game was like Mahomes, he's the next guy. I, I don't I don't think there's any question at this point. Everything he did in that game was ridiculous.
1: Our that, friend Trevor, who uh, who. John Hamm's teammate in our fantasy league went to the game. Diehard yeah. Chiefs fans, like this is the biggest game of my lifetime. You know, he's in his late thirties, and uh, I mean, that's all I could say to him after. It's my look. Maybe your guy makes this game nine the next nine years. There's no reason to think that he won't. But um, yeah, he really got it together. Just slinging balls from his hip. He's just uh, he's phenomenal outside the park, pocket throwing like forty yard passes. He's he's uh, I, I don't I don't see anyone else catching him in terms of athleticism.
0: Do you think anybody was rooting for the Patriots other than Boston fans and people who had them plus three? No.
1: And that's why I think when you talked about Patriots fatigue last week, I said, no, that that's all that really matters. That's fun. It's fun to root against them. And, and people will do it in two weeks too. Like that don't uh, otherwise care about football.
0: Well, we should quickly before we take a break, talk about the next game. The gambling elements of, of this Pat's chiefs game was pretty great. Yeah. You had the Pat's getting three. And at various points, you know, obviously they're 14, nothing. You're feeling great about covering, mm-hmm. but then it became clear. Every time the chiefs went up, they're going to be up four, which yeah. meant they're covering. So you had that whole thing. And then what did the over under end up? at?
1: Well, the over under was, um, yeah, that over under was insane because that was, um, 56. I think they were both around 56, 56 and a half. It went off at, but it was 17, seven going into the fourth quarter. I mean, so you have right. to pour one out for anyone, anyone who had the under there.
0: That is one of the worst beats. I mean, even it was 17-14 with like, what, 10 minutes left?
1: Right, yeah.
0: And somehow it goes over. Not only does it go over, it ends up going really over because the final score was 37-31. And not
1: only did it go really over, that last quarter in the overtime was probably like an hour and 20 minutes because with all the reviews and everything. Yeah. It was a, it was a brutal, brutal uh, under loss. I'll, I'll, put the, I'll give you another uh, crazy stat. Both games going to overtime, 85-1. to one.
0: That's insane. That's but I mean, fine. even like Harry wouldn't bet on that.
1: No, uh, no, yeah, no. Was- That's
0: even too weird for him. Right, That's right, like right. too off the menu, <laughs> even for the biggest degenerate we know. Yeah. Yeah, so you have, I, I'm trying to think what else. So the over, any tease with the over probably wins. Sure. But if you had teased whoever with the Chiefs, if you had done a, th- a six and a half point tease or seven point tease, you end up losing that one because the Pats get the rarely seen, uh, Yep. OT touchdown. That's the last thing we should talk about here. That do we hurts. need to change do, do we what do, do we need about? to do we need to change this rule? What's that? That you get the you win the coin flip and if you score a touchdown, the other team never touches the ball. My team has now benefited twice from this.
1: All right, good. I'm glad you're mentioning
0: it. Yeah. But should we change the rule?
1: Uh I don't I think Here's the thing. It's it's close. It's getting close. You want to you want to get luck out of it, right? You want to take luck out of the equation. So obviously, when it was a coin flip and you can go down and kick a field goal, that was garbage because you just won the coin flip and you gained like twenty five, thirty yards, yeah. or whatever, and that was good. Especially with these kickers booming these monster uh, kicks in the in the freezing cold or in the dome. Um, but uh, I like to see both teams touch the ball. I would. I don't see. I don't see. I don't think. I don't think that hurts anybody.
0: I think for the playoffs, both teams should probably touch the ball.
1: Yeah.
0: And they should change the rule after the Patriots have benefited twice from it. Mm
1: -hmm. But
0: uh, let's take a break, and then we're going to talk about the other game, which featured the worst call of all time. Let's take a break to talk about Roman. Hey, guys are terrible at taking care of their health. Studies show 70% of guys who experience erectile dysfunction don't get treated for it. That's bad. The thing most people don't realize ED is like a check engine light for a man's body. It could be an indicator there's something more serious going on, like a heart issue or diabetes. Thankfully, our sponsor, Roman, has created an easy, discreet way to get checked out by a doctor and get treated for ED online. It's a one-stop shop. Licensed U.S. physicians can diagnose your ED, then ship meds right from their pharmacy to your door. With Roman, you don't have to wait in waiting rooms, deal with any awkward face-to-face conversations, or make any uncomfortable trips to the pharmacy. Just visit GetRoman.com slash Bill. Fill out a brief questionnaire, chat with the doctor, get real FDA-approved medication if recommended by your doctor, all prescribed online, delivered straight to your door in discreet, unmarked packaging. Guys, go talk to the doctor. ED is a problem that guys don't tackle, but it's really important. And now with Roman, it's really easy to take care of. For a free online visit, go to getroman.com slash bill. All right, we're back. I, I've learned over the years never to just casually throw out worst thing ever, worst call ever, greatest, whatever. Because I think, especially now that I'm older, I never just mm-hmm. want to jump to conclusions and recency bias, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I try to be careful. This struck me as the worst call in football well, history that I could remember. And then I actually went on the internet and tried to figure out if there had been a worst call.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the answer is no. <laughs> for f- for football, no. I think this was the worst call
1: of all time. comes up a lot, but that was now, I mean, I mean, for ago. football. Yeah. For Fine.
0: football, this is the worst, right?
1: Yeah. Let's back, maybe backtrack to something. I did something really stupid. I did this weekend. So yeah, you can, let's do you it. Know, you Set can it understand, up. Um, my, my, uh, anger right here. Um, so, so some guy back in February bet $8,000 on the saints to win the super bowl. And somehow got 20 to 1 odds, which stri- strikes me as, as uh, very high for, for February. I don't, I don't know why it would be that high anyway. But anyway, it was a legitimate ticket. It pays $168,000. He put it up on a third-party site called PropSwap, which is like the eBay of, of – Legitimate prop tickets. They yeah. Buy and by the way, a, a thing
0: we've we've uh, <laughs> yeah. a thing we've been calling for sim- for like a decade exactly. on this podcast. This, I didn't even know it existed.
1: In, in fact, this is how people bet. They just go on these third party sites and like, okay, I'll bet that. I'll I'll take this ticket. So the prop swap people get ten percent, and if someone buys the ticket uh, from the seller, the, the, the seller pays the vig, the ten percent vig. Okay. So unlock uh, it in, and me, Clay Travis, Todd Furman, we say, hey, we should buy this. For um, we like the Saints. We all like the Saints to win the Super Bowl. Let's try to buy this for fifty-six, fifty-seven thousand dollars, and then we're getting two-to-one odds. You can't get two-to-one anywhere. You can get like plus one sixty. You can get a plus one seventy in some shops, legitimate shops. But even those plus one seventies and plus one eighties will only limit you how much you could bet on it. So this is a pretty good. We're getting really good value here. Everyone's like, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Furman backs out at the last minute, so now it's me and Clay. We split it. We're in for uh, twenty-eight thousand seven hundred fifty each, or something crazy to win one hundred and sixty-eight thousand. So my wow. plan is, I'm just going to get through this first game. I'm going to tough it out, and then I can have people buy into this. I was going to offer it to you for two to one odds. Everything. It's going to be nice. Saints, Drew Brees, six and zero at home. Jared Goff. Don't trust him on the road. Playoff game. His numbers are much different. Okay. Go ahead. Go from there.
0: Well, (laughs) Um, go
1: ahead. Let me let me vomit in the corner while you set up whatever you want to say about this game.
0: First quarter goes as badly as it possibly could go for the rinse. Right. You have Drew Brees, who looks like the little kid. Like when my son was like four, when it was too loud at a Quipper game, he would like put his hands over his head Mm -hmm. because it was so loud. That's what Jared Goff looked like for the entire first quarter. Couldn't hear anything. They're they're just trapped in inside their own ten for the whole quarter, but the Saints are leaving points on the board. They two they settle for two red zone field goals instead. They of come down, lines.
1: score three. The tight end, the backup tight end, he drops a ball. He could have gathered yeah. it, and it could have been seven nothing. But they have to get three there. So they leave Next four to there, and Goff throws a pick right.
0: And then they leave another four there. So now it's six nothing. Right. Then they somehow score thirteen nothing. Mm-hmm. They stop the they stop the uh, the Rams again. And at this point I'm sitting there going, why did I take the Rams? Why didn't, why did I forget that the Superdome is so freaking loud? Yeah. Why did I forget that, uh, this game was going to be Saints 50 Rams, nothing. Right. But I'm still like holding out hope that if they could just withstand it, cause it was so loud. It was like, these people can't keep this up for four hours. Let's mm-hmm. say they, they just need something to happen. The fake pun happens. Flips the momentum. They get a field goal out of it. Thirteen three.
1: They only get a field goal out of it. Yeah. He would have thought like, oh, all right. Yeah, it's crazy. By the way, Hector, can he ever throw a one bad pass?
0: He's he's honestly. I thought Tom Brady was the best quarterback ever, but I think it's <laughs> I think it's him.
1: No, but even if he takes the receiver off his feet, a shield or If he takes him off his feet, that where he has to jump and catch it. That that he has to come back behind the sticks. He gets busted there. It's just such a perfect pass. But anyway, got it. Thirteen three. It was great.
0: So yeah. then the Saints just all of a sudden can't get it going. And they lost another tight end. It didn't really seem that they could run the ball. It felt like the Rams were getting momentum. The Rams finally get that touchdown at the end of the half. 13-10. Yeah. Feeling good. And and
1: Not only I, 13-10, they get the ball, and the Saints are not running the ball. They can't run for crap.
0: Can't run the ball.
1: Mara Can't get going. Ingram, nothing. So, yeah, uh, that's what I was, I was like. The Saints don't have 20 at the end of the half. This is bad. All right, good.
0: Well, let's fast forward. There's fourth quarter inside ten minutes. The Rams are driving. They get uh they get inside the ten. It's fourth and one with like five minutes left. McVeigh, now we talked. I was on the ringer NFL Slack for this game. We were talking about how aggressive McVeigh usually is. He's not like Doug Peterson level aggressive, but he's aggressive.
1: Went for fourth and one up eight last week against the Cowboys. Yeah, this seemed five like.
0: He would have been in my top five of guys who I just would have assumed would have gone for this. Mm-hmm. Kicks the field goal.
1: Yeah. I didn't think it's, the coaching at, at, was very good at all today. I, I, don't I even thought, know if you can rank the four. Like who would you even put, put at Number one today. Belichick. All right. But you know, his fourth and one plays were weird too.
0: Well, they, he had a couple, he had a couple of stinkers, but for the yeah. most part, I thought that I thought they, I uh, guess it's uh, Belichick. I thought he outcoached me. on the road. Yep. But, um, yeah, so we really – it was like fourth and what, 12 inches? They have C.J. Anderson, who I think gained 10 pounds during the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was up to two 280 by the time the game ended. Flame
1: jumper Anderson.
0: He's, he's, his sweat turns into gravy. He just keeps <laughs> getting bigger. And, uh, and, and when they kicked the field goal to tie it up, I really was like, that's it. They've lost. Yeah. But now fast forward to – and it's funny because I listened to GM Street this morning with Lombardi and Tate. And Lombardi was talking about how Breeze was 1 for 10 on passes that traveled over 30 yards in the air. And he's like, there's going to be a moment in this game when Breeze is going to throw it to Ted Gannon. It's going to be underthrown. And the D-back has to know to turn around, look for the ball, and he'll be able to either pick it or break it up. This was the exact play he was talking about. Yep. And the safety effed it up. So now it's like minute 57 left. Rams have two timeouts left. Saints, all they need to do is score a field goal and win. The one thing you have to do is run on first down. Right. It's, a, it's the one thing that is like, this is just, Make you have to do this.
1: Timeout.
0: You have to do it. You have to run it. You can't do the, the easy screen. You can't do any of this stuff. Somebody you have to just run, run the ball. The
1: 10. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh.
0: Just run the ball. Run the ball. Keep the clock moving. Now they do this weird design, design screen, which actually if Breeze had hit Michael Thomas, probably would have scored a touchdown. But why score a touchdown? The, the clock's your friend. Right. Why do you want to give the Rams the ball back with two minutes left?
1: You want a first down at the two is ideal because then you can bleed the clock.
0: You don't ever want the Rams to touch the ball again. So So I know the worst referee call of all time is coming up. But that call was egregious. Yeah, and, especially and he coming should be embarrassed. Out of a two
1: minute warning. That was a two minute warning, right? That was Yeah. Yeah. So and then it looked rushed and it was like right close to the line of scrimmage and a lot of bad things could happen. Yeah. And run Breeze is
0: in. it's not like Breeze is six seven either. Like him throwing the ball over D lineman, yeah. who knows what could happen. Bad call. Stops the clock. So that's a miracle for the Rams because the way it's worked out now, they can run the ball run the clock down to basically a minute, kick the field goal, even if they just kneel for three times. And the Rams would have had to go had to have gone 50 yards with no timeouts just mm-hmm. to kick a field goal. Second play, they run it. Rams take a timeout. Third play. Now I know it was pass interference. Oh. Was that the was that your play? That's your that's your third down play. The wheel route with Ted Ginn. Like you're trying to score a touchdown on that play too.
1: What do you mean? It wasn't Ted Ginn. It was Tommy Lee Lewis, wasn't
0: it? Or Tommy Lee Lewis. Yeah. 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 That, but that's, that's your play though. That's that you, you're running the, the high risk wheel route that it everything has to go perfectly for him to catch that. I know it drew a pass interference. I'm not, I just uh, was no, like, I'm
1: with you. okay, but I, I, don't, just, I don't understand why Michael Thomas wasn't open the whole game. Like that guy seems to get open all the time. And uh, I, it's, and,
0: the and whole it, thing is weird because I want the clock fall. to keep moving first and foremost. Right. Yeah. So if I miss this pass, now they have the ball with no timeouts left, but like a minute 50. Right. So I, I better know this play's got to work. And, you know, and what happened next was a travesty. And it's one of the worst calls in the history of sports, but definitely in football. I don't know you
1: can name worse. Like, I don't know what, I don't know what this guy is. This, this Roby Coleman. First of all, they already apologized for it. They already said it was a bad call. So if it's, if they call it the right way, and they could have called it based on a few things. The guy lowered his helmet, this Roby Coleman lowered his helmet, helmet to helmet. Uh he, he definitely, definitely, definitely got there before uh Tommy Lee Lewis was able to get it. was a catchable ball. Like I don't know what more you could do. This and then they interview him in the uh locker room for the defenseman, he's like, Oh, I came to the sidelines, I looked at the football gods. I said, Thank you, I got away with one tonight. There's there's everything is pointing to that. And also so there it is. So then they could have gotten the first down there. They would have taken three knees and kicked. And I think there would have been about 20, 22 seconds left. I think that's how it would have worked.
0: Yeah. Well, that none of that happened because yeah. they, didn't go, they didn't throw a flag. They and I got to say, flag. great play by that guy because that Saints play, sure. you know, the way where Breeze put the ball, like, uh, you know, you know, they had him beat. The Rams weren't prepared for the play, so maybe it was a good play. I don't know. I I still, I want the clock to move on that play if, if I'm the Saints the whole time. I, I just, at least get my three and make Jared Goff go 58 yards in 60 seconds yeah. to tie the game. So when he comes back, Rams now have the ball with some time. Goff was really good, I thought. He made some good plays uh, down the stretch. And then Zerline makes a 48-yarder that I got to say, the combo of the forty-eight yarder in regulation and the fifty-seven yarder in OT, Vinatieri-esque.
1: I was—we uh, were talking about it, and we haven't gotten to the OT field goal yet. But there was no more perfect kick I've seen than that OT oh field goal. Oh my god! Especially considering the one we're talking about now to tie it in regulation, hooked a little bit, hooked a little bit. You thought maybe it was going to not get inside that post, and then made it. And so. And they had called a timeout, right? The Saints to to ice him, and then they did the same in the overtime. But um, it uh, oh my God. Well, let's not forget. So, do you want to go to the overtime where the Saints win the toss? Yeah, and then Saints win the toss. He gets his arm hit, and he throws an interception. Now, it it was kind of. It could have called. You could have called pass interference there too. Um. 'Cause it but it hit his arm. I think they thought it was tipped, but I, his his arm got hit there.
0: I thought I thought the guy tipped it. I mean the the ball went straight up no. in the air. Something happened.
1: Did you see his he hit his arm though? He nailed his arm. That's oh he, but his his off.
0: hand didn't hit the ball though?
1: No, no, no. Well, of course you can't review any of this crap. Yeah, like you can review no. game changing calls. you can't review a pass interference inside no. two minutes, even though everyone everyone in the world's got twenty eight thousand seven hundred fifty dollars on it. But um the interception that, I think it was John Johnson the third makes that interception. Now, if you're on his back, and you make an interception. You can move up a few yards. You can move back. Move side to side. If you're laying on your back like this guy was doing snow angels, that ball has to come perfectly down into your belly. It was and it amazing. It's it amazing. Got it, and that was that.
0: And then the fifty-eight yarder. So I thought Vinatieri, the combo of the two kicks in the Oakland game. Yeah, in 2002, which I call the snow game, I think most people call it the Tuck rule mm-hmm. game. Those two, those two kicks in the fucking snow were were iconic, and I kind of feel like the 48 yarder yeah. with the Superdome. I mean, how loud coming after the timeout? How loud did it have to be in there? Like you probably couldn't even hear your fucking heartbeat. No, he makes that one, but Burned then the, the 50s- is, an, is a legend. Greg the makes the fifty-seven yarder with like fifteen yards to spare. Mm-hmm. It was like it was like the reverse of the Milton Burrow. Like he whipped all of it out. He right. only needed he needed twelve inches, and he whipped out like twenty-four. I think he's like, crazy. I don't care
1: if this goes straight, I'm gonna kick it as hard as I can. It, like, it was like a kickoff. Think, I was like, he's gonna reach. We all was like he's gonna reach this fifty-seven yarder. It's just a matter if it's wide left or right. Like no, he he treated it like I'm gonna kick a seventy-yard field goal here.
0: Yeah. So with the Saints, look that was that was the worst call in a in a football playoff game i can ever remember i still feel like they 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 can't just let themselves they don't get let off the hook for some of the shit that happened in right. that game though not using the clock correctly with a minute 57 left and then guess what you won the coin flip in your home right and you have the ball and it's like not only did you not get put points on the board you had you got picked so, you know, and, and,
1: what, what and 13, the nothing, half? they didn't score much. They scored seven or three or what? I mean, not, yeah. What,
0: what, I really what? thought, I really thought the Rams were better. And I, I think if that's a neutral field, I think the Rams win. If anything, like the, the home field advantage and the noise and all that stuff um, probably made the game closer than it was. But I, I thought the Rams just had, had uh, just better players on both sides of the ball. I thought they blocked better. I thought, uh, as the game wore on, the, the Rams' pass rush really started to assert itself. They shut down Michael Thomas, who nobody's been right. able to do that all year. Four catches for 36 yards.
1: I guess they scored 10 in the second half, I'm seeing now. But yeah, no, it's true. I mean, the one thing is, I didn't know what, aside from that fourth down call, which you know, we always say, like, hey, what does the other team want you to do? That's what you should do. Like McVay, I, that was I thought an- he should have gone for it there.
2: Yeah, but worse me too. It's
1: the to worst, you know. They're on the six-inch line, and they they have to they have to get a stop anyway, right? The Rams yeah. do. Five minutes left. But uh, aside from that, and and they, I don't know what McVay was doing with Gurley. Do you think he was hurt, or just that he dropped? Had two drops. I was reading that he was like benched.
0: I thought that they uh, they dedicated the rest of the game to him.
1: What, what does that mean? What do you mean?
0: Because he. Disappeared because he was gone.
1: <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> he
0: was wasn't there anymore. Sorry,
1: I'm not ready to laugh yet. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be living in a, a broom closet at a Waffle House, so I got to figure <laughs> out. <something. laughs>
0: I was trying not to tweet there in the game, but I couldn't resist tweeting that uh, I w- I wanted them to hypnotize him into thinking he was playing the two and ten Cardinals because <laughs> I I and the they better make up a fake injury with him. Yeah. Cause that's embarrassing. I mean, he's he's like one of the five best players in the league and they were playing CJ Anderson over him. And mm-hmm. and he had two terrible drops in the first half and yep. just didn't look right. Bizarre. I, I was trying to think. We were talking about it while we we're watching the game. Like what it's like the basketball equivalent of a game seven where Russell Westbrook just plays like twelve minutes. Yeah makes no
1: sense. I'm glad so, you brought up basketball because I tweeted today, as long as we're bragging about tweets, I, I yeah. tweeted that today is when the NFL became the NBA, which like, Oh, is it a foul? Is it not a foul? It's yeah. just a shame. I mean, on paper, it's going to look like these were two great games. They both went to overtime, but really you, you're starting to watch and not know who to root for if you're, if you're neutral because of all these bad calls. I don't know. I don't know what to do differently, but I
0: do. I was thinking maybe there's. You get one time a game. You can challenge a pi call, but yeah. But they have to watch it in real time. They can't watch it in slow motion. Mm -hmm. So when they're when they're reviewing it, it can only be full speed angles.
2: Right.
1: I don't care how what kind of speed you have that last one in. They could have just someone who was dropped on this earth could have called that correctly.
0: Well, Sal. Crown Royal is doing something pretty cool this football season. They mm-hmm. launched a responsible drinking campaign called the Water Break.
1: Okay.
0: It's all about encouraging people to hydrate between drinks for a better experience, whether it's at the game, watching at home, watching in a bar, or watching at Adam Carolla's house as you lost $57,000. <laughs> Have a great time. Enjoy some Crown. Don't be that guy that ruins it for everyone. We've all seen that guy who drank too much watching the game. Make the right call. Take a water break. Here's my right call this week. I, I got to say, McVeigh. Going for, after really? re- recovering from the fourth and one debacle, going for the 57-yard field goal was fucking ballsy. Because if he misses that, the Saints are basically at midfield. They get, what, like one first down, and all of a sudden they're almost in field goal territory? Like, you really need to believe in your kicker to do that. I thought that was, uh. I thought as it was <laughs> happening, I thought that was insane. I was like, really? you you're settling for the 57-yarder? What's uh, going on? I give him
2: a
1: little too much credit. I think this guy watches Greg DeLay kick 70-yarders in the outdoors and practice, and uh, I, don't, I don't know. That's fine, though. That's all right.
0: Listen, I just said it was the right call of the week. Okay. I just want him to enjoy some Crown Royal and enjoy making <laughs> the right call on a 57-yard field goal. There you go. My, I'm conditioned to, to think what's the worst-case scenario if this doesn't go through. Right. Especially when you're in the Superdome and all these terrible things can happen to you.
1: So yeah, what's your I, what's your
0: right call of the week? I
1: mean, I, I really, like all four coaches, I felt got luckier than they were good today. Obviously, don't the two that won, but uh, also I'm a very, very bitter man, poor man right now. But I'm going to move off football and say my right call goes to Jim Gray. Mm. I like Jim Gray. And he had the privilege of uh, interviewing Adrian Broner after a fight that Broner lost uh conservatively 11 of the 12 rounds, I would say, even though yep. the judges, they hate Pacquiao and two of them, I think gave it eight, four to Pacquiao. Um, so meaning like he needed the last two rounds, but I think he won 11 out of 12. Um, he averaged four uh, punches connected per round. So and it, I guess he won four of those rounds where he averaged four and Broner saying in the post game fight, a post fight uh, interview, he says, uh, I won the fight. I clearly won the fight. I was robbed. And Jim Gray points out, like, well, um, you averaged eight punches per round. So how could you say you won? He's like, oh, well, you say you're all right. I guess you're uh, against me. You're against me. He's like, yeah, all right. You're 3-3-1 in your last seven fights. Uh, What do you say? Who do you want to fight? He's he's like, well, I want to fight you because I know I would beat you. And Jim Gray's like, well, that wouldn't be much of a fight and walks away. But I like Jim Gray. Good for you. You liked how feisty he was.
0: That's a good one. Yeah. You liked how feisty Jim Gray got. Adrian yeah. Broner, always an underrated candidate for worst guy in sports.
2: Yeah,
1: he's
0: he's he's really unlikable. I hundred percent of the time, his post-fight press conferences, you never come away from them going, oh, he seems like a good guy.
1: Yeah, and it's fact, never I happened. Had, uh, Pacquiao on against the odds podcast last week. He sounded confident. I think what he said was I couldn't really understand a lot some of what he was saying, but. I, uh, I I felt like he really didn't like Broner. I feel like yeah. no one really likes Broner. Who does? No so, one
0: likes Broner. we were
1: talking about today, like he would be a great Rocky villain, yeah. except I don't think uh, the fighting part would look good. <laughs> he, doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't step up for big fights. It's just so yeah. weird with him.
0: He would also get fired during the filming because it yeah, seems like he's such an a-hole.
1: Yeah, there'd be a lot to go there.
0: Well, Crown Royal reminds everyone this football season to take a water break and hydrate responsibly. So, what happens with this bet? First of all, you're still married.
1: I am, but I, I've been uh, I haven't gotten to talk to the wife in a while. I mean, I'm screwed now, right? With Valentine's Day, win or lose, I was going to be screwed. Now, if she knows I'm betting this much on games, it's, uh, it's all downhill.
0: Maybe watch the John Wick Three trailer with her. Try to rebuild something. You
1: think that'll do it? It's
0: like two and a half minutes. It's <laughs> pretty right, good. It's a great. It.
1: That could it's be a enough. great
0: two and a half minutes. So we say this every year as we head into the Super Bowl. It really does. It, football really is ridiculous. Like it really is. Seven teams could win every year. And I don't think we felt that more, uh, more acutely than we did this year, where you have two winners and two losers, and it easily could have flipped the other way. And um, yeah. it's, like, it's like a snow globe. You just shake the snow globe, see where the flakes settle.
1: You know what sucks I guess- and uh, keep your team out of it, whoever you root for. But it seems like, like my viewing habits, someone asked me about this the other day. How has your football viewing habits changed over the last 20 years? Like, all right, I wasn't as into fantasy in the beginning. I was more into my favorite team, the Cowboys. Then fantasy comes along. It's like, okay, that and the Cowboys are my favorite team and throw gambling in there. And now like gambling has now superseded everything. And it's just like, we had the four best teams in the conference finals this year. I couldn't enjoy it. I had a problem with every single flight. Like, are we ever going to be able to enjoy football again on that level? I don't think so.
0: I think you're in a dark place.
1: (laughs) I am, because I can't afford the electricity.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think... I think you're struggling. I think you're, I actually thought it was a pretty great day of football. It was just weird. Oh,
1: really? All right.
0: Yeah, it was really exciting. And, uh... I
1: got bummed at all the refs call. Like, even the... the yeah, I Patriots know. Game. You, 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 you like didn't they, feel bad for the Chiefs? Have you ever felt worse for uh, an opponent?
0: I I was too busy hugging everyone I was in the room with to right. feel bad for anybody but else.
1: Think about it now, though. I, I gotta
0: be honest... I, I do feel like even though either all four of those teams could have advanced, I really do feel like the right two teams kind of advanced. You did
1: bet them. You did end up
2: betting Well, them, I right? did,
0: but I, but I just thought the Rams played better than the Saints, and I thought the Patriots played better than the Chiefs. Like mm-hmm. they, they, they had the ball for much longer, and if the Chiefs had stolen that game, I really feel like it would have been like, wow, they stole that game. The Pats had it, and they blew it.
1: I felt this and, way for both teams. I, I said, these teams with big leads – they better put your foot on the neck because yeah the golf is going to figure out the noise eventually and he did and yeah they put him back like if you're not up twenty nothing you're up thirteen nothing huge huge difference and that crowd feels it too and you can blame the fake punt but really it was just only thirteen three after the fake punt after that drive so uh, the fact that the saints couldn't couldn't really just step on their face and uh, end it there and Michael Thomas was lost I'd love to hear what happened there because he was they only started running the ball in the second half think these teams. Only the Patriots were able to survive the minor letdown from the beginning.
0: I didn't think Troy had a very good game um, announcing because I had a lot of questions as I was watching it that I just didn't understand. Like you, I, I you
1: didn't
0: think who did Troy Aikman. Oh, okay. I I really didn't understand what was going on with Todd Gurley and it just felt like such a bit. They kept showing him on the bike and stuff, but it felt like such a bigger deal. I didn't feel like they were adequately capturing the moment of how weird this was. Mm that this guy who's the best running back in football who just signed this massive contract right was was basically just thrown aside in in a must-win playoff game but just in general I didn't understand why the Saints couldn't run the ball better I didn't understand why they kept throwing to Ted Ginn in big spots like yeah. where was Thomas they weren't they weren't showing me on replays like what the Rams were doing to you know, take out Thomas and all that
1: The girl thing was stuff. crazy. They went to the sideline so many times to just show a, a shot of him without reporting on what, what was going on. All of I it was just just... It. I mean, you see him like some assistant spraying water in his mouth. It's like he hasn't played in the whole quarter. I think he could spray his own water. What, what are they doing here? What, what's going on?
0: And I know they reacted after the, the Saints threw in that first down, but I, I'd feel like if you're an announcer, you have to basically have a heart attack when that's happening. Because right. that's the dumbest thing you can do in that situation. But on the flip side, I thought I thought Romo did a really nice job
1: of this is excellent
0: pointing out some things during the game that I was either thinking of or I hadn't fully thought of. But as soon as he said it, I was like, "Yeah, he's right." And the the biggest point he kept banging home was this Kansas City thing. Like they can score two touchdowns in two minutes. Like you have to think about them like a basketball team. Mm-hmm. You know, you're up 15, and then all of a sudden Curry hits four threes, and it's a three point game, and you're wondering what the f happened. Right. And that was what the Chiefs were. And, you know, unfortunately for them, their defense is just so awful that, uh, you know, they they, ju- they just couldn't get the ball. The Chiefs had to be perfect offensively yeah. to make it happen. And, the you know, being on their third string running back isn't really helping that much either. You know, I, I thought it took Williams some time to get going, but.
1: I thought everyone um, should be able to run the ball today. I said all four teams yeah. should have someone around a hundred yards. I thought just based on my seeing the last like three or four weeks from everybody. And the saints had trouble getting going until the second half. And uh, the Patriots ran the ball well and the chiefs did not.
0: I am. Uh, and I talked about this last week and just going to mention it quickly again. I'm stunned that Brady was able to turn the switch on like he did these last two weeks. Yeah. Cause there weren't a lot of signs of it this season. And I, you know, I've said it before, but he really did. He did play the regular season a certain way, and the some of the hits and plays he was taking in this game, and just the, the way he just looked like the old Brady. And it's did. amazing because he's forty-one, and it was freezing fucking cold outside. And then you see him in the press conference after; he still looks like he did ten years ago. I mean, he might—it's it's unclear if he's human. Kyle, are we one hundred percent sure he's human?
1: <laughs> I'm sure he's the best human. He's human. He's just Kyle, the best do you have one. anything
0: to tell South Kyle's wearing a West Walker jersey right now.
1: I think everything worked Kyle. out. I you met your your older
0: patriarchal family for the first time and yeah, I just we didn't had, want to screw anything up and they seemed like uh, they seemed okay like everything then. worked out. Yeah. We had an incredible scene. We were very we were very wary about the seating, making sure everybody stayed in the same spot stuff like that. But my uncle Bob who turned 70, who they came out for his birthday. He ended up kind of moving away from the group a little bit further back, and was kind of muttering to himself for the entire oh, no. second half, like a crazy person. And uh, and then Kevin Brady had a blanket over his head, and my dad was like, just would just randomly get up and walk to weird spots in the room, and it was really like if you Hopping had pills, right? if you just yeah he was he ran out of heart medication like he really did he was like I went through the whole box wow um,
1: did anyone make a move for the room for the door to leave the room. Before
0: the D Ford offsides penalty was called. No. No, it's weird. They, they, Brady's been in this spot so many times, you just assume something good will happen. But yeah, it's, the D Ford play is going to be the uh, iconic play. But I uh, I wish we'd had a security camera just overhead on the living room watching the bizarre behavior <laughs> of
1: well, people who thought you. There's you door there was a Well, that's on that
0: way. anyway. Yeah, maybe to get that next time.
1: Yeah.
0: Hey, turn your dream into a reality with Squarespace. Squarespace makes it easier than ever to launch a passion project. Whether you're looking to start a new business, showcase your work, publish content, sell products, and more. Squarespace is the tool for you with beautiful templates created by world-class designers and the ability to customize just about anything. With a few clicks, you can easily make a beautiful website yourself. Powerful e-commerce functionality. You can sell anything online. Optimized for mobile right out of the box. Nothing to patch or upgrade ever. Hey, buying domains is simple. You'll get the help you need with Squarespace's 24-7 award-winning customer support. They empower millions of people from designers to lawyers, artists to gamers, even restaurants and gyms to turn great ideas into something real. Here's what you have to do. Head to squarespace.com slash BS for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code BS to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. That is squarespace.com slash BS. Offer code BS. Rams-Pats Super Bowl. Yeah. This was my big prediction on the podcast with House on Thursday. It's 17 years to the day. February 3rd, 2002. Pats-Rams, Super Bowl 36.
1: You were there. I was there. No, I didn't really know you, right?
0: No. We were in the building together and we did not know each other.
1: We met a few months later. Uh, yeah. Right. We were both in the building. Yeah.
0: You, you lost money and yeah. it was the like happiest sports moment of my life right. to, or one of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and now 17 years later, same quarterback, same coach.
1: Wow. And, and it's uh, the old coach versus the new coach. It's McVay and Belichick. It's uh, it's Red Sox Dodgers, uh, rematched, right. There's a, nice, a lot of
2: nice South Lakers. There.
0: Yeah. There's another Boston LA thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I I don't know. I can't really describe how L.A. has responded to the Rams. I think there are some some people that really like them here, but it's certainly not like uh, like for the Saints. That was a a you know, it's like a borderline nobody goes to work tomorrow kind of loss, right? Right? Like if nobody goes to work in New Orleans tomorrow, like it, it's understandable. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a holiday tomorrow too. Oh yeah. It's a holiday. Uh, <laughs> so they don't have to go to work. Yeah. That, that helps. <laughs> Timely holiday. Uh, but LA, it's like, okay, the Rams are the Super Bowl. and the people care more that Lonzo ball got hurt.
1: There are some, uh, yeah, you're right. There are some funny uh, videos online of bars, different bars.
0: Oh, I saw some of those hilarious. <laughs>
1: really tame reactions to the, yeah. uh, the field goal going through. Really LA great.
0: Fans. Really great. Yeah. So I think if you're, First of all, everyone hates the Patriots. And then I think people are mad about this kind of those bar videos that be going around. I don't know who people root for in this game. I am picking for the line Patriots by three and a half.
2: Hmm.
1: I got the heads up that the NFC would be favored uh, unless it was Rams Chiefs. And it made sense to me. And with that in mind, I thought the Rams are going to be minus one. And it opened at Rams minus one. And it's now Patriots minus two.
0: Oh, so I win
1: Sunday night. You win. Congratulations, you win the year. I think you won twelve out of the twenty-one weeks. Twelve. Wait a second. Or twelve seven to two or something. Twelve. Vegas.
0: Vegas opened the Super Bowl line with the Rams by one.
1: They made the NFC team favored. Yeah.
0: That's ludicrous. That how insulting. How many? How many? What else does Tom Brady have to do?
1: Well, he hasn't won a Super. He didn't win last year.
0: (laughs) God. I think. uh,
1: What do you think? What do you worry about most in this game?
0: I'm I'm sure I'll talk myself into 15 things I'll I'll worry about.
1: I uh, guys like Dominic and Sue are starting to make big plays. Aaron Donald, of course, is always there. But
0: yeah, I think with the Rams, you got
1: your Akeeb Talib coming back against his old team. It's fun. the
0: The Rams have some blue chippers. Yeah. I think that would be the thing that worries me the most. Like we had one one thing. I was like, "What's happened?" We were watching the game, and I said, "This is literally how it went." I was like, "Where where's Aaron Donald been the last few plays? I haven't heard anything from him." Next play, he like sheds two dudes and t- tackles somebody for like a five yard loss. Like they just have really good players, and they 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 did this huge roll of the dice this season with how they used the salary cap, where they went on all in on some guys, and they don't have a lot of depth. But now they were able to get to the Super Bowl. And other than Cooper Cup, I think they're they're mostly intact. Yeah. So, and Goff, I think, you know, he's a little up and down. I don't know if I trusted him, but um, for what he did in the Superdome, you get big points for that. That was a big boy
1: game by Goff. That was a big boy game by him. I thought Wade Phillips stepped it up. I was crapping on yeah. all week long on Lockett. And I was like, here's a guy who already had a really good defense. And Aaron Donald had some studs on defense. And in the offseason, they signed Fowler. They got uh, Dominican Sue. Um, who did it keep to leave? Did he come over this year? I think he did. I think yeah, he this did. Year. I was like, and and they kind of underperformed most of the year. And I had a couple injuries to just kind of got back, but they stepped it up in key spots and holding the saints to 13 second half points. in the second half was, uh, was a uh, pretty big.
0: We didn't mention, by the way, my apologies to the saints fans for not mentioning this. Cause it should have been mentioned that, that is a back to back, um, playoff loss combo oh, from yeah. what happened last year, the Minnesota game to what happened this year. That might be unparalleled. I don't remember. So Cleveland had, Cleveland had the drive with that way. And then they had the binder game, but I don't think those were back to back. Right. I don't think those were consecutive years. I'm
1: not but sure. This is it was like eighty now No, was it wasn't. No.
0: Was it back to back? If it was, my apologies, Browns fans. But the
1: Bills had now that Norwood was bad, but then they got they got slaughtered the second. This year. is like yeah,
0: you know, last year they lose on yeah, you're right. Probably the the second craziest playoff ending of all time, mm-hmm. other short of Music City Miracles one, and that was probably two. Yeah, and then this year they lose on the worst football call of all time. Right. Oh, so I by the way I went through. I tried to figure out if what were the other terrible referee calls. The most famous one, the one that we grew up with, was the Mike Renfro play,
2: mm-hmm.
0: which was against the Steelers. It was Steelers-Oilers. The final score of that game was 27-13, but it was the play where he caught it. They ruled that he was out of bounds, and it really did seem like if they, if they had called it correctly, the Oilers could have beaten the Steelers, and that was the play that everybody credits for. After that happened, people kind of – all felt we needed instant replay. Yeah, I was gonna and say, you know what
1: was different about that game? They didn't have instant replay. Right now they, they didn't. have it, and they could check stuff like this. Except they can't check stuff like this. Gross. So
0: the the other really bad one that doesn't matter as much because it didn't affect who won the Super Bowl, but still really matters was the Ter- the Terrell Owens miracle catch against the Packers. You remember Rice fumbled before that? Oh yeah, and they screwed it up. And if they had the 49ers. had Forty Nineers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, against yeah, the Packers, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Against the
0: Packers. And they they messed it up and it should have been game over. Yeah. And they met that didn't happen. Then the other one, the most famous one in Patriots history was the rough in the Passer call against Sugar Bear Hamilton, which was, you know, when I was growing up, though, it was the one the the best Patriots team we had in the 70s. Mm-hmm. They had the lead. It was like third and 17. They called this rough in the passer plan. On Hamilton, that was really famously bad in the moment. The referee became like this name everyone threw around in Boston for my child, entire childhood and grown up. Uh, it gave the Raiders a second life. They ended up winning. And it is a horrible call. Like if you, we always felt like the tuck roll call was like God's way of making up for how bad this rough and the passer call was. None of these calls were as bad as as what we thank saw here though.
1: Thank you, thank you. Not even close me. actually. Thank you. And I, I'll tell you what, as a result of all that, um, I don't care if it goes nowhere, but I think I'm suing the NFL. <laughs> I really do. I'm going to look it up because this was a legitimate bet. It originated at a legitimate casino sports book. I bought it and I'm suing this officiating crew for, as far as I could tell, reckless interference of a contract. And, you know, I'm going to uh, I have our friend Elliot helping me. Uh, honestly, I might file papers tomorrow. You wow. I'm kidding. I'm not
0: I think you're kidding.
1: No. It's a class action suit if anyone wants to join up on join in. <laughs> Referees, oh, they're gonna apologize. The the the, the, the D back is gonna say, Oh, thank the gambling thank the football gods. I, I survived one. No, that's not how it works. I'm owed money here.
0: Well, if they ever overturned the result of a football game on a call, that this would be the closest you could probably do it to right. because it would have been first down with like what, a minute, what how much like minute forty five left, something like that?
1: 149. So then, 149.
0: Rams had one timeout left.
1: Right. So let's say they take it at 145, second down. Uh, third down, 105, plus a few seconds for the play, probably a minute. Fourth down,
0: 20 seconds 20,
1: left. Timeout, kicked field goal. You're kicking off with 16 seconds left. God. Yeah. <sighs> now, I mean, I'll have to approve uh, prove all this in the lawsuit, you know, that a kicker will typically make a 28 yard field goal, 98% of the time, you know, I'll have, I'll have stats for all this.
0: Really bad. Yeah. Really bad. I don't think the Saints should get off guilt-free for some of the things. No, they didn't sure. make and in, I, But really bad.
1: Fan, you're probably happy you're playing uh, you'd rather probably play the Saints. Right.
0: After, what do you think, Kyle? Well, you just like the karma of the Rams. Like the fact that we're playing them against... I'd rather play the Rams. Either. I
1: mean, Jared Goff,
0: he just kind of, you know, he's still
1: young and sometimes he looks dumb in the don't face. Light I know not. I know no, not don't light a fire. I know he's not Don't light a fire under Jared saying, Goff. I'm just saying. You know, he's just
0: going right on their bulletin board. <laughs>
1: okay. What about Brandon Cooks? Is he going to say, hey, I gave it to my old team. I'm going to do it again. What, are you worried about that a little bit?
0: Not really, no. No? All right. No, I'm not I'm not that worried about it. Yeah. I, uh, After watching that game from start to finish... I got to say I think I would rather play the Saints. Really? Yeah. I thought the Rams were better. I think I think the Saints would have been lucky to escape with a win in that one.
1: If you believe but, that Goff is going to get off to a, 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 a an okay start in the Super Bowl and not need that first quarter to, you know, get his footing, then then I think I think you would rather play the Saints.
0: Did you see you probably didn't see the pregame show, right?
1: No, I was driving you? over now.
0: Pratchett did this really crazy thing talking about...
1: Did he have the mask on? Because he's the mask singer, you know?
0: <laughs> Go- he was talking about Goff had had this thing in his brain where the pressure, but now he's learned to channel it. And it was impossible to tell whether he was serious or not. And there was like six <laughs> people on the set. And I don't... I got to be honest. I don't know who those pregame shows are for.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I Like, they have these fancy interviews with... uh you know, Carissa Thompson interviewing Drew Brees, yeah. and there's like some f- special effects and graphics. And she's like, let's play a trivia game. <laughs> Nine years ago, you were 13 and three. I'm like, what? Can you just tell me who to gamble on or who right. I
1: should put in my fantasy lineup? Listen, Why are we talking about this? We've talked Cooper about Cooper Manning's
0: the there. It's like, who is this for? It's
1: Who's watching this? Fantasy. That's what people care. And I don't think Bradshaw should be talking about other quarterbacks' brains, just in general.
0: And then the other thing that gets me is at the start of the games, when the the sideline reporters, like I talked to Bill Belichick before the game and he told me, it's like, Mm -hmm. he's not going to tell you anything. What do do you think? And he told me what we have to do. And he spelled out, here's the strategy. Yeah. Right. I think the people to listen to are like Romo and Aikman because Mm -hmm. they clearly get tipped off something. Cause Romo was saying at the beginning, you know, they're going to jam their receivers. They're going to do this. And they feel like blah, blah, blah. And it was like basically everything the Pats were trying to do.
1: Well, I thought that that's, well, yeah. I mean, Romo. Yeah. He and I were. I, I he kind of said exactly what was going to happen, and I told you that. Damn it! I'm the only one here. If I was.
0: Here. Did you end up betting on the Pats? No, or were you I stayed so, away from
1: that game. I tried that. I was like, hey, let me enjoy one game, and then, like I said, by the end, I just felt bad for everybody.
0: I really liked the Rams with the plus three and a half because I just felt like it was a field goal game. Mm-hmm. Pats Chiefs. I picked the Pats mostly because of Belichick and Brady versus Reed, but I really did feel like it was an anything-could-fucking-happen game. Yeah. Anybody who went into that game and was like, here's what's going to happen, like, you're lying. When you have two shitty defenses against two good offenses, nothing uh, nothing great's going to happen.
1: Well, I will say, I thought they wouldn't have a chance, the Chiefs, unless they sacked Brady at least, like, three times, and they, they didn't get to him, right?
0: No, I, I thought...
1: In fact, Mahomes got sacked, I believe, four times.
0: I thought Brady had an unbelievable amount of time and his receivers just, it's really hard for them to get open. That's Mm -hmm. what made those, a couple of those third and Ted Edelman plays. He really dug back deep to like old school, getting over the middle, taking the hit Edelman. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: It was great. It was an awesome Pats run. This is, uh, this is truly incredible that this is still going. It is now 2019. We are finishing the second decade of this. It's incredible.
1: Speechless. I was talking um, about it with uh, our friend Dave Damashek. and it's like when the Patriots go away, it's going to kind of suck. It's like it, you know, oh well, every, every, you know, there'll just be someone different in the Super Bowl every year. It's like, oh, all right, uh, Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl. Oh, that's nice. Uh, imagine if, like, if they weren't around. Like now, it's just it's so much fun. From a
0: oh, I like this. I, this is a whole you're going to miss us when we're gone thing. A
1: little bit, yeah. This is right in my wheelhouse. <laughs> well, I'm saying if if they never came around the Patriots, we just wouldn't know any better, right? Like if there was never wireless uh internet, we'd we wouldn't know any better. Our lives would be fine, but here you are. You guys are wireless internet. Congratulations. Well the two
0: the two Super Bowls before they made it were the uh that really goofy Rams Titans Super Bowl, mm-hmm. which Tom Hanks found out in Castaway after the fact.
1: Yeah, what a way to find out.
0: That's it lives on now in Castaway, <laughs> which is on AMC all the time. And then the year later was that uh that Ravens Giants Super Bowl. Right. But you remove the pass from the equation. It's just probably weird Super Bowl matchups year after year, like Tampa, Oakland. That was the first year you and I knew each other.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it just would just be this random matchups everywhere. It'd be like a computer simulator.
2: Yeah.
0: I think, uh, I think doing this in the salary cap era for this long is, is I, I just don't think it ever happens again. I don't see any scenario.
1: Because they basically, I'm with you. I don't, don't they basically had three different as good as Mahomes is. And whatever you put behind him, it's still one player. I don't, I don't, you you need to coach. You need to, you need to be able to fill it in. You need a little luck along the way. They did it like eight, eight AFC championships in a row. They've made that game. Like that's phenomenal to me. That's the number right there.
0: And then the other thing where you have, they basically had three different runs. So it goes from like, Oh, one to Oh seven. Culminating, and they lose. Then Brady blows out his ACL. Mm-hmm. Then they have the second run from basically oh nine to thirteen, where they're really good every year, and they only make the Super Bowl once, and they have some bad luck in a couple playoff games, and then bad luck in the one Super Bowl game that could have gone either way. And then they start this third run, and they make the Super Bowl four times in five years. So it's it's been basically three different eras within the same era with the same coach and the same QB but this is like you know i it it's just i it does not seem like it should be sustainable anymore
1: i sent you a video yesterday or maybe the day yeah. before uh, i don't even know if you had ever seen it but i was recording you and we were at jimmy's house for a super bowl against the seahawks and the play yeah. uh the russell wilson pick it just happened at the goal line and yeah. i panned across and there's some a list uh Patriots fans, you can figure out who they are. Yeah. And then there's you, you're in disbelief. You got your head in your hands. And like, like Tony Kornheiser is in there. It's pretty spectacular. And it just yeah, continues. I'm, it's on and on.
0: Yeah, and I'm like having a freaking stroke.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Kornheiser's behind me. He's all happy. <laughs> we we might have to put that online this week. I'm fine um, with it. Yeah.
1: Dickie Barrett's
0: in there. What's uh what's do your last parent corner before you get kicked out of your house?
1: Well, it has something to do with it because, um, you know, I'm driving home. I'm thinking, I was like, well, there's no, there's just, I just can't believe it. I wonder if like a foreigner, like I said, was just dropped on this planet had never seen football before. So my recently turned five-year-old um, Harrison, I show him the play, which now I'm watching a lot. Now at this point, I'm like laughing at the replay of that pass interference. Like to me, it's like now it's Charlie bit my finger. I'm just ah. now I can just laugh how egregious it is with no call. But I was like, Hey, what about a five-year-old that doesn't give a shit about uh, football? Let me me show him. I'm like, all right, Harrison, explain to me what happens in here with the the guy in the black Jersey. And then there's a guy in the, uh, in the white and, and blue. And he says the white and blue hit him. Okay. Did he hit him before the ball? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Okay. Did he, what did he do with his head? He put his head down and he hit him. He put his head down and he hit him before the ball got there. Before the ball, hit. yeah, yeah, yes, yes, dad, okay. You think he could have caught the ball? I don't know, I don't know. And then he just yelled at me and went on to watching uh, his iPad of families having fun. Uh, probably what I should be doing with him, but that's it. Not much of a parent corner, but just want to reinforce <laughs> so- that five-year-olds could figure out what happened in that play. But a retired uh, insurance salesman who you know, blows a whistle four months a year, can't figure it out
0: so your your parent corner was basically about you trying to seek solace in one of the worst losses of your gambling life if not the worst yeah with your hoping your five-year-old would be able to make you feel what better well
1: he did he made me feel better and okay. then he made me feel worse by watching the family who was having fun so <laughs> it was a wash i think
0: hold on we we have to pause for one second before we do my parent corner I have another parent corner of just the five minutes it took for my 11 year old son to figure out how to put headphones on. <laughs> that was something. Uh, so for my parent corner, we watched the game with my son and with my dad and my uncles. And then, and then we're, uh, we went out and we're driving back and, uh, and we're all talking about the game and we're listening to the NFL radios thing. And then Ben, what did you tell us out of nowhere?
2: The moon landing is fake
0: Whoa The the moon landing's fake apparently, Sal Why do you think, Ben? What happened?
2: Okay, I have a couple of reasons Okay So there was a famous rock on the moon It was called the Sea Rock Yeah And basically it had a huge sea covered in it What else can that mean? Production studio They forgot to flip it over (laughs) Okay It's a prop (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay. What was the other what was the other evidence you had?
2: Um well if you look closely into one of the astronauts um face thingies. Yeah. It shows a production light.
0: Like, really? I yeah. didn't realize that. What was the thing you were saying about the flag?
2: Oh, it was moving and there's no gravity.
0: What do you mean the flag? Like the flag was waving like it was Yeah, windy? it was
2: waving.
1: The American flag was moving.
0: When they planted the flag on the moon? Yeah. These are all things you learned on YouTube.
2: Yes. Wow. So now you believe them. Yes.
0: So Sal, I bring this up because as you know, um the fake news and all this stuff has become kind of a thing. I yeah. just wanted to show how it was affecting our eleven. Living... <laughs> it's affecting the younger people. Uh, it's no so think...
1: YouTube recently came out and said they're not going to show like stunts, like people doing dangerous stunts, but they'll put things like the the moon landing was fake on there. That's okay.
2: Also, the Earth is flat.
0: Oh. No, oh. That, now you're just messing yeah, with no. us.
1: No, no. Okay. now you're messing.
0: No. no, come on. Now, now no, 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 you're kidding. Get out. Now you're kidding. Sorry. Come on. Wait before you leave. What was it like, who, who do you think was the craziest when we were watching the Patriots game today? Bob. Uncle Bob. What was Uncle Bob doing?
2: He was like, stupid call.
0: (laughs) Yeah. He was like muttering to himself, right? Yeah. Did you think he was an insane person?
2: Yeah. He should have belonged in the movie mom was watching with the loony
0: home. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He probably should have. Ben, Um,
1: can I, I'm going to show you a clip of Roby Coleman, uh, uh, tackling Tommy Lee Lewis, and you tell me if the NFL is
0: fake, okay? <laughs> you see, did you see the call before? Oh no, he didn't see that. He was he was playing Fortnite. Right. Hey, before we go, oh. here's the other parent corner. Do you want to tell? Uh, do you oh, want to tell career. Sal? No, do you want to tell Sal about what you're doing in WWE 2K19?
2: With my my career,
0: yeah. Give him just give him a sample. Oh
2: my 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 career person, he's so stacked.
0: Yeah. Why is he stacked? Tell us about him.
2: He's like a powerhouse for wrestling. He's undefeated.
0: What'd you name him?
2: Chris Danger.
0: Chris Danger? That's pretty good. What's his gimmick?
2: He's a guy from the indies that just got picked up from WWE that attacked NXT.
0: So you made him, you made all of his uh, numbers as high as possible so then he would destroy everybody? you
2: have to earn them.
0: Oh, you have to earn them?
2: Yeah. It's my career.
0: Micro. Okay, so you're doing good with that.
2: But the moon
1: landing was fake.
0: The moon
2: landing. Also, they paid off the referees in the football game. I swear.
1: Uh, I'm with you, buddy. Now
0: now you have to go, Ben. Ben, thanks for being on Parent Corner.
1: Ben, wait. Who's winning? uh, Who's winning the Royal Rumble?
0: Oh yeah, who's winning the Royal Rumble?
2: Drew McIntyre.
1: Yeah, isn't that weird? He's favored to win the. Wasn't he like a jobber? Didn't he like lose to everybody two, three years ago?
2: But now he's actually good somehow. Yeah.
0: They're giving him a push.
2: Or Strowman.
1: You could bet it. on this, by the way. And Drew McIntyre is the favorite to eliminate more uh, competitors than anybody yeah. else. Yeah.
0: Why wouldn't? What happened to Braun Strowman? They just gave up um, on him. Um,
2: he um got suspended for breaking Vince's limo.
1: Yeah. Oh, I hate when that happens. I think there's ben. a production company behind that, but I'm not going to start any trouble.
2: True.
0: Ben, how many books did you read this week? Zero. All right, we gotta work on that. Thanks for being on Parent Corner. <laughs>
2: you're
0: welcome. So there you go,
2: Sal.
1: There you go. Well, so, congratulations. You did it again, Bill.
0: The moon so the moon landing didn't happen, no. but the Patriots did make another Super Bowl. Right. That was not a conspiracy. What is what walk me through what the rest of your week's gonna be like. So obviously you're gonna talk about this on Lock It In. Yep. Are you ever going to make another joint bet with Clay Travis? I don't
1: know. I should have known then, like when Furman backed out and we got two losers. But Basically, my nemesis uh, was yeah. joining forces on this bet. Um, I just wanted to win this game. And then I swear to God, I would have, I would have sold a little bit of it off. I would have been fine. But uh, yeah. what do we do, Shh. do I, I, You know what? I got to tell you, I have a really good feeling about Blue Gatorade. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to get it all back.
0: So... You're gonna. You have a uh, not only Lock It in, but the against all odds podcast this week, and then next week we're gonna do Super Bowl props. Yeah, I can't remember. Did we do that on your podcast or mine?
1: Uh, we'll have to figure it out. I, I I don't remember what it was.
0: All right. Well, maybe we'll have a coin flip for it.
1: That'll be good. <laughs>
0: be good with those. Sal, uh, as always, good job by you.
1: Good job by you, Billy. All
0: right. Before we go, just because my dad's in town, he's here. You're still awake somehow. It's like one o'clock East Coast time. I, I I'm I'm so excited about that game, I can't go to sleep. You did you acted pretty erratically down the stretch. Well you st- you you stood up at one point, you were standing to my right, which you didn't do all game. I had to yell at you. Um you were moving around, you kept getting up. I didn't know what was going on with you. It, it, I thought it, you were actually you and Uncle Bob, I thought you were losing your mind. It minds. was
3: one of the strangest second halves, you know, the penalties on both teams, um, miscues. Uh tip passes that ended up as interceptions uh thirty nine seconds we go ahead. We think the game's over, but with Mahomes
0: and you're like you're going we scored too soon, and we're all like shut up i, I you know you it, can't score too soon. We're down four. I know you touched it.
3: it's it's that strange feeling that if maybe we should uh not score in the first down. But, of course, that's silly. You have to score right away. Yeah. But 39 seconds with Mahomes. If he needed a touchdown, it would have been different.
0: But he only needed the three points. So that worried me. Worried everybody in the room. Did you think Tom Brady still had it in him? You I said some mean things about him this year uh, during the regular season. I,
3: I, I don't remember saying any mean things about him. I, I thought- You were worried that he was might be- on the downside. Well, that's true. I mean, everybody worried that he's on the that might he is on the downside. How can you maintain what he's accomplished over all the years he's played? But, I think he fooled all of us. Well, the last four games have been terrific. I, I thought his the game last week against the Chargers, he was just outstanding. And I, I thought he was just as outstanding today. You know, we had he had the tip pass for the interception. And then he had that very strange throw where I just think he didn't see the defender when he was trying to go to Gronk in the end zone. But other than that, I thought he played a perfect game. You know, when we were riding home in the car, I didn't realize the Pats had over 500 yards of offense. Uh, the other team, they only had, they had under 300 yards.
0: It feels like we should have won by 20 points. Yeah, it definitely, uh, I said this out, it feels like the right team won, but it it certainly. Could have gone the other way too, but Look. it, you know, the Chiefs would have been 31 second half points. They definitely would have felt like they stole the game. I said to Sal, I was thinking about it, that it was like the bastard cousin of the 06 title game the in Indianapolis, where it was like we had the game and then all of a sudden we didn't have it anymore, right? And then they were just gonna steal it, and it would have been, I think. Just a horrible loss. It would have like, been a devastating loss. How the hell did we blow this one? Yeah, a devastating loss. But now it's devastating for the Chiefs. As you
3: know, uh, one, one of my brothers, Chuck, lives in Kansas City. And I just got an email from him, and uh, all he could focus on was that five-yard offside penalty Yeah, because that. Brady had just thrown his third interception. Yeah. Seemingly, the game was over. And out of the blue, this guy gets the penalty. They show the replay. For some reason, he lined up obviously over the line. Yeah. And.
0: Uh, well, it's was Dee Ford. He's one of their best guys. Yeah.
3: One of their best guys. And we get another break and get a chance. And uh, we got a couple of breaks, but Kansas city got a
0: couple of breaks too. I mean, it kind of evened out. I felt like it evened out. Yeah. It evened out. I don't know how Edelman didn't touch the ball though. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think we could recreate that with like the fucking matrix and well, CGI.
3: As it turned out, that was not an important play because on the next, the next, the next play, uh, Brady threw the interception. So kind of, that evened out anyway.
0: Uh, so when um, this all started with the uh, the snow game, which was 17 plus years ago, which yeah. I watched. At your old house, yep. I was still living in Boston, and now same coach, same QB. Yeah, and I we're think, still uh, going into the through the second decade.
3: It's amazing, and it's the same team. I, I was just reading on uh, Facebook, uh, I think on Friday, you predicted a uh, Los Angeles Ram, New England Patriot, Super Bowl rematch. I did. Um, that's pretty special that we're going to get to play them again. Uh, obviously, it's a slightly different team. It's not in St. Louis, but... Uh, I just saw the line. We're favored by one and a half, which I really surprised me.
0: Well, Off we just low. talked about it. Sal said it started out Rams by one, and then it flipped. As people, it'll be Pats by three at game time. I bet you think so. Yeah, it's um, got
3: to be right. Brady Belichick. Come on, I, I would think so. I mean, it, it, it's we're not on the road. We're
0: on a neutral court. Uh, I have some questions for you before we go. Do you want to apologize to Rex Burkhead for anything you said about him in <laughs> the first two hours of the game? Well. Yes. I'm sorry, Rex. <laughs> I, I,
3: I think I, I love you. I think you're a great ball player and I'm sorry that I called you those terrible things in the first half. Do you want to apologize to anybody in the <laughs> on the
0: defense? I guess the, not. We gave up 31 points the second half. No,
3: I, I think poor JC, uh, had I'm a, still, I'm still had, on.
0: I'm on JCI. I had a stuff. horrible game. Uh, yeah, he, some of, a couple of those calls were bad. Eh, he had a horrible game. They <laughs> had him guarding Travis Kelsey. I mean, what, what did they think was going to happen? I thought, and he was all over the place. I thought
3: Gilmore played a great game. He had that one bad for that one play. He gave up the long pass, but he he kind of turned around and stopped, and then had to pick up speed again. Trey Flowers had some good moments. Trey Flowers was terrific. Obviously, he's the kind of player that we're not going to pay, and we're, we're going to lose him after the season. But uh, he was great. Yeah. Are we going to lose him after the season that's yeah, happening? Yeah, he'll be a free agent. Oh, They're no. never going to pay him. I will say one of the funny parts, we watched the game with a friend, Kevin Brady, and at one point at, at the beginning of overtime, he was sitting on the couch, and he had a blanket pulled over his head except, His eyes could see the TV. He was so nervous. (laughs) (laughs) He made me feel nervous. Yeah. It was, it was, there was. And then my brother Bob was sitting behind me, who was mumbling the whole time. How, how could they score with 39 seconds left? How could that happen? And Kyle just kept leaving for some reason. We don't know where he went. He just kept going outside. You'll never and know where coming I was back. Going. We, don't know, we don't know. We don't know what he doing. Well, my brother Don was also with us, and usually he's hiding under the bed, but he was
0: pretty good this game. He's pretty, he seemed heavily medicated, though. Yeah. I think good. he had, or have medicated by uh, I think, Sauvignon I think Blanc. That white wine was flowing, yeah. Uh, was <laughs> over under Pats <laughs> touchdowns versus SoVon <Sauvignon> Buck. <laughs> yeah. It was quite a game. I and then uh your grandson I thought really. I thought Ben really came through in the second half. He came half. in in the second half, we were we bring him in almost like almost like Rex Burkhead. <laughs> he was, for a change of pace.
3: Yeah, except, change of pace for the living room. Except I didn't say bad things about Ben in the first no, half. No, he didn't. He didn't. Yeah. Um but hey, we're going to the Super Bowl six, the ninth time. Uh Fourth time in five years, third year in a row in the Super Bowl. I mean, this is the the era of parody. Roger Goodell sitting in the stands. He's, yeah, he's mortified. He's angry. Yeah, he's devastated that the Patriots are going to the Super Bowl. I love it.
0: He's it's your pretty fr- good. He's
3: your friend, isn't he, Roger Goodell? No, <laughs> I'm sorry, I got him mixed up with somebody.
0: We've actually this is the fourth Super Bowl in five years since since the whole the thing started. That is,
3: that's true, yeah, yeah. I'd love to see them win because I like the symmetry of six wins and only three losses. Five wins
0: and four losses doesn't have the same ring, right? Plus, it's the same day as as uh, Robert Kraft's new girlfriend's twenty first birthday, I, so it could be <laughs> it's going to be a, a raucous party. I don't want to go there. <laughs> does Kraft give you? Does he?
3: You are you impressed? Like he's older than you are. I'm impressed. I I mean he's I he's still got barely, it going. I can barely walk up the stairs and he's and <laughs> <laughs> how he's doing it. <laughs> Robert Kraft, legend. Yeah. Twenty five years ago he saved the team. I, I should get those blue pills that he's using, but <laughs> what what uh we came really close to moving to Hartford. We did. He saved the team. Uh, that really almost happened. You know, or run, St.
0: Louis was the other one that everybody yeah, forgets. Runs
3: a good organization. Uh, his sons seem to be doing well with the with the team. I like my this, only, only criticism the is the, the example of uh, Flowers probably leaving. Um, some sometimes you have to pay that guy that really is. But we make the Super Bowl
0: every year with these guys uh, that we've never heard of. We'd, and we draft JC Jackson, undrafted well, we, free we, we agent, guarding Travis Kelsey. We
3: draft terribly. <laughs> Every year, you and I complain about the guys they draft. And then we make the Super Bowl. It's, it's cra- amazing. It's crazy. Um, but we do have the GOAT. And uh, he's still going strong. And, you know, do, do you think now he probably can play two or three more years? I guess we don't need a I'm all in.
0: He figured out how to use the regular season. I didn't see it in the time. I blame myself. I'm always going to regret it. But he clearly figured out. How to use those four months to just kind of stay in the field and get re-
3: and look and at not the, take huge hits and, and, and look at the last four games.
0: Yeah, yep. He's um, he looked. I mean, he missed some throws in the first half. I didn't think he was out of control. Great in the first half until that last throw for the uh, to right. make it fourteen right. nothing. But um, second half he was on.
3: What, what was the stat? He was thirteen for nineteen on third downs. Yeah, efficiency. That's, well, competing three third crazy. and tens
0: on the same drive to win
3: was crazy. Nuts. Edelman, what a warrior. Gronk had a great game. Gronk had the kind of game we were talking about beforehand that if he's if this is it for him, boy, he gave 110% today. And I hope it's not it. He has one more year in the contract.
0: I hope he's here next year. I know Don doesn't. Don's not ready to say goodbye to Gronk. We got one more year with Gronk. I think they figured out now how to refigure what he does. Right make him a little bit more of a blocker and then kind of break him out of the garage every once in
3: a while. And they they did that today. Do that whole thing. I mean, they only threw to him once last week and he was a critical part of the passing offense today.
0: You don't like Sue. He's one of your least favorite guys. He's dirty. He's a dirty player. Uh, Up both in Borbenterio again, Kyle. And Brandon Cooks, you've never forgiven him for trying to vault the eagle on the reverse in the Super Bowl last year. It was was a stupid football play, but... Now we uh, get revenge on him.
3: I think we could certainly use him on a team this year, but uh, we missed that deep threat.
0: You think Todd Gurley is going to get his confidence back before the final game?
3: Oh, I was more After hoping was... that that injury he suffered today is going to linger for the next What's three the injury? Weeks. I don't know. but I, mean, I think he, he injured his pride. No, he was on the bike. So whenever you see the player on the bike, so there, something tightened up for him. Or it was I, a cover-up. I, I hope it tightens up more.
0: <laughs> he'll be back healthy next year Yeah,
3: he'll have a good year next year <laughs> uh, It's tough for you though Because you have your hometown team The Rams Against the Patriots I mean, who do you it's, root for?
0: I don't know Yeah, it's tough It'll be you uh, had, Probably the Patriots I think I mean, tough. everybody here in LA is so caught up with the Rams
3: <laughs> You know, it's, when we were driving home I was amazed by all the People out on the streets. Honking horns. Yeah, it was crazy. Driving around the Rams flags. Yeah, and the Ram flags in the windows of
0: cars and houses. And- in a weird way, it plays in their favor, though, because they don't, they're better on the road or like in neutral fields because they don't really have a total home field advantage. They played you well. Know?
3: They played obviously well on the road today. So I
0: thought they deserved to win that game, even though they almost didn't. But I actually thought the last three quarters, I just thought they played better.
3: Yeah, except all anybody is talking about is that, mess that call.
0: penalty calls. So. I was saying this hour, we trying to think of the other worst football calls of all time, in the Ben Treeth, Sugar Bear Hamilton call, which was like the worst. Yeah, that the first terrible call of my childhood. That was terrible, but yeah. not that wasn't even forty percent as bad as the no. Call I that. mean, that call today.
3: Uh, that's all we're going to hear about the next week or so. Yeah, particularly if you're uh, obviously if you're a New Orleans fan.
0: Well, dad, it was really fun to, uh, it was watch fun to watch it. Brothers. I'm
3: glad both your teams made it. Thanks. Um, Thanks. I'll try to pick. I like the Rams, uh, banner that you have in your living room.
0: <laughs> it's nice. You know, after I went that, uh, the Pats Rams, the first Super Bowl, I remember when I was leaving, I bought, cause they had the, the merchandise for both teams and it was so fast. How it turned out. They had everything up. And I bought this Rams Super Bowl champions cup with the t-shirt inside (laughs) and I brought it back and I had the t-shirt for years and then somebody threw it out or something. And I had that cup too. And it was like my favorite possession that this, this alternate universe where the Rams won the, uh, Bowl. but that's way up there for us. That
3: was a top four. Oh, that in the 2004 Red Sox, those are way up there. Yeah, Pat's Atlanta was pretty great. Pat's Atlanta was great, but we had been there
0: before. Brady, by the way, 29th playoff win today.
3: Are you sure? I thought it was the 30th. He's a thirty. tied the record today. I, who knows? Yeah, who knows? Can't even who
0: keep knows? Track. He's,
3: he's way up there. I think there. It's, 29. it's 29. I think it was 29. Okay, okay. 30th would be the Super Bowl. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. With 13 bye weeks. I, I like the fact that Belichick has these two weeks to prepare. Oh, that was the other stat I saw that Belichick is. I think 11-0 in the playoffs against first-year quarterback, f- quarterbacks who are in the uh, playoffs
0: for the first time.
3: That's, and this will be true for the next game. I
0: remember in 2001 when Bledsoe was ready to play again after the Mo Lewis hit finally, and everyone in Boston was Brady or Bledsoe. Well, you, loved Bledsoe. you had his. You had his jersey. Yeah, but I I switched to Brady almost immediately. But you were like, got to bring Bledsoe back. You can't lose your job with an injury. You were were big on that corner for a while.
3: I do believe in that, but. You were uh, like, it's the fair thing to do. Right.
0: That was a mistake. (laughs) It's not the only one I've made, but it did (laughs) I did love Bledsoe. (laughs) Yeah. But I think both of us had kind of started to come to the realization that it probably wasn't happening with him.
3: I'm not sure. I mean, he-, he He's pretty he, flawed. He went out with an injury. He he was
0: flawed. Because Brady would come in and then he would do like that, the play action and like yeah. the crisp little wide receiver screens. and I mean, he, the way that Garoppolo played two years ago. Your guy, Jimmy. Yeah. Do you, oh, do you want to apologize to Sonny Michel?
3: I, you know, I, I have a feeling- You wanted that-
0: Lamar Jackson over him.
3: No, I wanted I I, did too. That's not true. I wanted Lamar Jackson over the offensive lineman they took, not oh. Sony Michelle.
0: Okay. Yeah. Sounds like a revisionist history. <laughs> um, all right, Pats Rams. We'll have you on before the uh, the big game.
3: All right, Pats Rams, looking forward to
0: it. You're flying back tomorrow. You're just going to watch the NFL Network and watch uh, play um, the you're game. You're
3: flying back with uh, Don and Bob tomorrow. It would have been it's such a depressing plane trip if we had lost. So, we're excited. Hopefully American Airlines has a TV I can watch NFL (laughs) Network. Maybe they'll have the game on again. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Thanks for coming on. All right. My pleasure. Thank you.
0: Thanks to Cousin Sal. Thanks to my dad. Thanks to ZipRecruiter. Don't forget to go to ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. Thanks to the rewatchables. Don't forget, The Fast and the Furious is coming this week. Midnight, Monday. You have that one to look forward to. Don't forget about ringer.com, The Ringer Podcast Network. All the great football coverage we have this week. We are sending a bunch of people to the Super Bowl. That's going to be fun. NBA trade deadline is coming up in a couple weeks, and we are dealing with that too. I'm coming back on Tuesday. We have Jack Dorsey, the guy who not only created Twitter but now came back and now he runs Twitter, is the CEO we talked to him. We'll do some basketball stuff. We have a whole bunch of stuff in the works next week. So until then, go Pats.